0: We are the plan
1: if you're waiting for others to do the work for you, you're going to be waiting a long time
3: We are conservative daily
1: Welcome back to another episode of conservative daily podcast. I am your host Joe Altman Um, We've it's been it it was it was quite the weekend it was quite the weekend we had at the summit in uh, Springfield, Missouri. Got to meet with a bunch of people. I had a sit-down with Tori, um, which was a great conversation to have. Um, and I also got to talk to a bunch of other people that obviously I'd talked to before. And you all got to hear all the things that happened at the summit in all 50 states. But there were some, there were some things that were said at the, at the uh, summit. Which haven't been well known to everyone. Now the the media is trying to hide this, so I'm just gonna I'm gonna go I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you something. This is me this is me telling you something. Okay, and you can take take it for what it is. I mean today you know a couple of days ago I had the Washington Post reached out to my attorney, um, because they're trying to basically I guess do something to DiPerno, so that you know the media is working with, uh. You know, the, the people in the AG's offices trying to persecute people. Um and then you had the, the New Yorker, and then you had the uh New York Times. I mean you, you I have been and then they were there. So they were at the they were at the summit. So I wanna t I want to say something. Every state that reported reported the same thing. Every state. Mail-in ballots are an issue because there's no transparency and there's no chain of custody and they can steal it. They can use the USPS and they can use all the different tools that they have in order to steal our election. They can do that with mail-in ballots. They can't do that if they don't have access to machines and voter rolls. They have built the most sophisticated voter fraud network in the country. They've been stealing our elections for decades. This isn't something that just came up. They didn't just wake up one day and go, oh, you know what? I just want you to know that we just started stealing elections. No, they've been stealing your voice for decades. Decades. And what's more important than any of that is that we let them. So there is, no, there, there is nothing that a, a Chuck Borman or a Jenna Griswold or any of these people can say. We know that they've been stealing elections. They've been stealing your voice. It's not up for debate. And now they said it's not widespread fraud. Yes, it is widespread fraud. It is fraud by the millions, the tens of millions. And the people that stood on that stage are people who are patriots. They're Americans, and they're standing up for every one of us. And I say us because I stand in that gap just like you do, or you should. There's a couple things that that we keep trying to do, and that is we keep trying to convince them that there's more fraud. We try to convince them that we have all the evidence. We try to to say let's just put the evidence out there again. Look, the evidence is clear and concise. And it points to the machines being the problem. They share code. They share system architecture. They set, they they share processes. ESNS, Smartmatic, Dominion. They're all in on it. Every single one of them. And what we saw is it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what system you use. And we haven't even started talking about downstream use of systems that are getting outsourced, that are connected to foreign entities. And these companies like Dominion open up in Canada, open up in Serbia, open up in Malaysia, open up in the U.S., call themselves a U.S. company. They're not a U.S. company. There's no transparency into the ownership of these companies, and there's no transparency into the funding of these companies. And again, we say over and over again, hey, at some point, it's got to break, Joe. No, it's already broken. We're there. We need to stop acting like we can't do anything about it. It is going to take force in order to stop evil. I'm sorry. There's never been evil in the world that woke up and said, hey, will you please go back into your evil hole? No, they're not going to do that. you got to be willing to stand up. you got to be willing to talk. you got to be willing to do the things that are necessary in order to save our nation. And all the while, you got people like ex-CIA director that's walking around saying that, yes, the GOP is nihilistic. Nihilistic, like burning down buildings and standing in the street and and chaining buildings together and trying to pour gasoline on it to burn the policemen inside? That type of nihilistic? Is that what we're talking about? Or maybe doing this thing that happened on January 6th, infiltrating it and creating all of this chaos, and then saying it was somehow was Trump that did it. Or maybe it's Pelosi that runs out and makes $300 million and hits 100% batting average in her stock trades while she sits on committees that gets access to information so she can make those purchases. No, absolutely not. And then they say, by the way, nothing to see here. Or you have Hillary Clinton doing what she does. Or you have Fauci killed over a million Americans. Or you have have judges that literally are, are acting as the tools for these radical leftists. We've had enough. You've had enough but we still sit here and we try to convince each other that we just have to prove it to them. We already proved it to them. It's done. There's nothing left to talk about. <sighs> okay, so there you go. You got, you got what I just said? I mean, that was, that was pretty good, right? I mean, that's, that's in essence where we are. We got weak-minded, crappy pieces of trash, and I wanna bring this up because I think it's important. Mr. Producer, maybe we'll just go straight to that one first. Um, but there is a 23 year old journalist, 23 years old, Mr. Producer. I mean, who's for Apollo? Yeah. See, 23 years old. The one that said that it's just a math teacher, that Dr. Frank is just a math teacher.
0: Uh, yeah, I think so.
1: Do we have that? Do we have that article? Uh, let me check. So, so this is a person, by the way, this, this journalist from, I think, the Daily Beast, who said that Mike Lindell hired a math teacher in order to get to the bottom of elections. So let me just tell everyone this while you're listening. I want you to understand this. I don't care if it's a garbage man. Everyone in this country is smart enough to know what one plus one equals. And let me be Captain Obvious for a minute. We have to do one thing on election night, and that is count votes. It's not complicated, people. You could have 20 races. The largest precinct, the largest precinct in the entire country has 4,000 people in it. So let me ask you this just to just cl- clearly... Why do I need some machine that goes through an adjudication process and all this stuff and jumps around here? Why do I need all of the election systems across the country tied through this Eric system to record? Why are they keeping people on the voter rolls when they're dead? What? Why? Why are they doing any of this when the only job I have is to count votes? And by the way, that math teacher, Dr. Frank, is a mathematician. I mean, so, so I'll take a mathematician that can tell me statistically what is happening. Math and science, it's really simple. I have to count votes. And I can tell you when things could not happen inside of the system. This cannot happen. But then we, we, had, some, we had some interesting breakthroughs, which I thought was interesting. There's a guy that literally doesn't want to be on the stage. He doesn't want to be on the stage. He's, he's His job... He's a penetration testing. He tests the entire system. His job is to do penetration testing um, to make sure there are any vulnerabilities. His name is Clay Parikh. And I want to play a couple of highlights. I'm going to play a couple highlights from the weekend. Mr. Producer, we're going to go to A1, which is the cut for Clay Parikh, seven-minute mark, where Clay says he used a USB stick to get into the DOD systems. We got it. Th- this is unbelievable. And by the way, this guy has been testifying in federal court. He was a US Marine before he did this job. Was able to get into these systems within minutes. Was stopped. I want to I want to be clear. He was stopped from getting into the source code to check for vulnerabilities in the source code by the company that was hired by Dominion because they get to police themselves. Interesting stuff, you got it? Paulo. you got it? All right, let's go ahead and play it. No sound.
2: Give me access to the port. that no, you're not gonna come in and do vulnerability scans, right? That you're not gonna do this, you gotta go through the process, get a port. I see. Give me access to the port Or I'll go in and do it myself. And they say, oh, you can't do it. I would go in, take one of their computers, plug this in, play with my little things on this disk, right? And then I would take the cable, turn around, and I would use their own computer system to start scanning the network. This is what I did against our own defense system. And so the point I want to make with all this and expand on myself on this is that I know how to get into systems, right? And here's the thing you've got to know. I rate myself at what I call Kitty scripter level five, right? I'm middle of the road. There are individuals I know that are way, way more talented than I am, right? Here's the thing you got to know, and I think Sean gave a good example. There are nation states that put a lot of guys that are as good or art- probably better than I am for one concerted effort. Right. And that is to attack us and to get into our systems. So if that doesn't sink it in and let you know that this is highly important. Right. And so now we'll talk about the last bullet. I started out in 2008 I got contacted by a professional staffing service that said they needed somebody with a CISSP to do security testing on voting systems that allow. It was Wiley Laboratories. I went, it was such small work, part time. the actual company I worked for didn't want to take the business, right? And so I took this as a side job just to keep myself technically proficient and play a little bit, right? I did that. While the laboratories continued on and oh, transitioned to NTS, they were bought out or whatever, right?
1: From- so, so I could watch I could watch Clay Perique all day. He he says right a lot, right, 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 right. Remember when I started podcasting, Apollo? <laughs>
0: Hell
1: yeah! <laughs> I I would go and you know right because it didn't uh, it didn't dawn on me that I was saying right a lot until somebody in the comments said. I'm going to drink a beer every time Joe says right. <laughs> and then that person would come in and they couldn't type anymore. They go, Joe, I, I drank a 12-pack because you said right so many times. So I stopped saying right, mostly. So the, the only thing that that when Parikh talks, he says right all the time. I just remember back to, hopefully I never get back to the place where I say right all the time. <laughs> um. I want to go further into Parikh's testimony, though, when he was on the on the uh, stage yesterday, and the, he had something to say at the. And this is the 12 minute mark, Mister Producer. Um, sorry, I have to say, Mister Producer, but it's really Apollo. Um, he's sitting in that seat, but um, he talked about that at the tw- 12 minute mark. We got it. Okay, so this says your home PC. <laughs> He He talks about your own home PC being more secure than the voting systems. How is that possible? How is it possible that the computer that you have at home is more secure than the voting system that you use to count in the most important thing in the country? There's nothing more important than your voice. And what we've seen happen in this degradation of our society is that they want us to wait. Wait till the next election. They're already signaling that they're gonna be taking the election in November. They're signaling right now. They stole primaries and put candidates in place that had a low probability of beating their candidate. They have taken systems and built rules that basically say that no one's allowed to see those systems but them. Those that have the keys and those that count the votes are the ones that actually can steal your nation. And when I say that it's gonna take force, I believe it's gonna take force. I didn't say violence, it's gonna take force though. Evil is not gonna just relent. And that's what we're seeing now. We up, Paula? All right, let's go ahead and play.
2: And I'll be testifying again, and, and I'm just stating it to that. As a person who's seen the inside, who scanned them, who's tested them, right? I'm telling you, your home PC is probably a lot more secure than of his electronic voting system.
1: All right, pause for this for a minute. Pause. Just pause it. Leave it up, though. Go back a little bit if you could. Okay. I want to say this. These are the companies that he's tested. Dominion Voting Systems, Electronic Administrators, uh, Ele- Election Systems and Software, ES&S. Everyone counts. Konik, MicroVote, Unisys Voting Solutions. These are all the companies that are tied back to people like George Soros. They're tied back to really, really bad people. And yet, They want to convince us. They want to tell us that there's nothing to see here. And I think this is the issue that I have. The issue that I have is that we know that there is fraud. And this is a guy that tested the system. If you remember in his testimony, he said very clearly, he said this. He's like, listen, I tried to test the source code, and they said no. They stopped me from testing the source code. If you can't test the source code then you can't see whether or not there's triggers in the source code that create these events that we saw happen across all 50 states. I'm just going to be Captain Obvious right now. We know that the machines are designed to defraud the American people. I'll say it again. That is what we learned over the last year and a half. That's what we continue to learn. And every election has the same problem. Now, they will say, these are all user error. These are all caused by someone, a mistake made by someone that is running the machines. And I would say, your job's to count a vote. That's it. That is the only job the system has, is to count your vote. So why then, if they're designed to count your vote, why is it that that in counting your vote, they need a sophisticated system that goes through three layers? I mean, let's just be simple. Simple. Simple is always best. And if you want to shrink the 4,000 people in the precincts, we have got to get to a place where we, we know what to do next. And now we're going to talk about that today. But I wanted—I I, got to give you more. I got to give you more of this. At the 1325 mark, Mr. Uh, Apollo, <laughs> this is a two-minute play. And this is Clay Perique. By the way, Nobody's been able to dispute Clay perique No one. No one's been able to. You know, the, the media tries to take shots at him as if he didn't. Well, he's he would. This was two years ago that he did it. He didn't do it in twenty twenty one. It doesn't matter. The same system faults that he's seen. He can see those system faults. Let's go ahead and play it if we can. Thirteen twenty five mark
2: all right here we go this is just a minor step because these were tasks that i had to hand off to somebody else to take care of right because i couldn't afford to do that i had to review all their all their test documentation all and they do have their hardware listed and when you see some of the countries and the vendors that they have listed on their hardware list when they submit their technical data package it's highly questionable. It's stuff that would not would not ever go through in the Department of Defense, for for which I've been a contractor, right? So, um, other things, there are things that are called that are basic as far as configurations. You've heard configurations mentioned a lot. It's called compliance scans, right? You do you do these checks at certain settings, like in the one video they showed. Hey. You have to have the password to get to the BIOS. Well, that's not necessarily true. I can get past that very easily, right? But the thing is, is it's supposed to be locked out, right? Only only a certain account can have it. The, these are part of configurations. Do you have AV? Is it up to date? Have you been patched, right? Security settings, our password length, stuff like that's done. There are different benchmarks. What I will tell you is, is that nearly every vendor that I tested used, and I've got to say this because it's an acronym, uses the U.S. government configuration baseline, which is a weaker a weaker benchmark or compliance chest compared to like the Department of Defense DISA There's also this, you know, there's the Center for Internet Security, the CIS benchmarks, right? I've dealt with all of them. I've tested all of them. They have different levels and different ratings, right? These, these vendors, would always go with the one that had the weaker settings, and here's the thing I'll tell you. They still, still could not pass those. Most of them would get, and Dominion was wonderful. They would get about a fifty percent score on the security configuration checks. Fifty percent, right? ESNs was better. They'd get about sixty or seventy. Just for your general knowledge, the Department of Defense requires 90% or passing. Right? I work for the Missile Defense Agency. I'm a lead information security officer, right? If, and we have weapon systems that have issues and that have to be, time takes to be fixed. If they don't meet 90%, there has to be a technical justification. And from my program level and my team, Specifically, me because I'm the lead has to approve that justification. You just can't put down that oh, we need to use it for this or that, right? And that's just for us to accept.
1: So I, w- I want to let me just let me geek ungeek this for you, right? Ungeek this out for you. What he's basically saying is that if it doesn't meet a certain threshold, you can't use it. You have to get permission to use it if it doesn't meet that threshold, and this doesn't these are dod now should your vote this is a question that i'm asking all of you should your vote be should it be protected to the point where it meets the standards of security of one of the highest priorities in our nation is it that important it is is it as important as protecting us from a missile attack is it as important as us protecting, being able to protect our, our community? I would argue that it's, it's actually more important. Because if we don't protect our community, and we don't protect our vote, we don't have a country, and they don't have to fire a missile at us. They can do what they've done now and infiltrate us from the inside and take over positions in the country. That's why the flag behind me is upside down, because we are in a pl- state of distress. I find it disgusting that the radical left gets to run their freaking mouths. They run their mouth. These weak little ebits run their mouth. And they know. They absolutely 100% know that we have all the evidence of fraud in all 50 states. We have the technical experts uh, tired of feeling like someone's always watching on the internet? Maybe advertisers know a little too much about you. IP Vanish is a solution for you. You can use IP Vanish on your your computer, tablets, phones. You can use it on multiple devices at the same time without sacrificing speed. Um, for you. And and here's the thing: it it, it blocks advertisers, hackers, um, your ISP. Third parties from getting access to information to you, uh, blocks people from getting access to your passwords. All the data is encrypted. And for our listeners, you can get 70% off their yearly plan for listeners with a 30-day money-back guarantee. It's like getting nine months for free. It's super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button. A disclaimer, if you are using things, True Social, you have to turn off the VPN. If you are using things like uh, vMix, uh, Chevy apps, or things like that. So there are some things that does need a dedicated IP, um, and it recognizes that. So just keep that in mind. So go to ipvanish.com slash daily, use promo code daily, and save your 70% off. Uh, you know, th- th- this was going to be a hard podcast for me because I'm actually angry. I'm angry. I think that the two days was great. I had a great time. Uh, spent a little time with Candace Taylor. Spent a little time with April Moss. Spent a little time with Brian CanCon. Uh, I got to uh, watch uh, Joe and Jim Hoft do some some special things there. Uh, Sharona Bishop did some amazing things. Uh, took some amazing interviews. I kind of tried to just, I did a couple interviews, and then I was like, oh. But for the most part, it went off without a hitch. It went off without a hitch. There's not one person out there, though, that wrote an article saying that there was legitimate evidence that was presented at the, the summit. Not one. What does that tell you? There's not even a, there's not an article out there that questions any of the evidence that was presented at all. Washington Post, New York Times, Fox News, Newsmax. The only one that, that said anything about it is OAN And Right Side Broadcasting, which broadcasts the entire thing across the board. Um, Mr. Producer, can you find where the uh, Right Side Broadcasting, I think they had almost 4 million people watch uh, day one. I don't know what it was day two. I know it was was hard for them to keep up with it.
0: I'll check. Yeah, when I was looking at their streams, they had the lowest I saw was like 30,000 people. Yeah, pretty
1: interesting stuff from the perspective of that there was a lot of people watching. There's a lot of people watching it. Millions of people watched what happened at the symposium and are looking at the individual pieces. And there were some legislators that were there, and there were some other people that were there that have some influence. They are the lesser magistrates that can go back and say, hey, listen, based on this information, we got rid of the machines. Well, I'm going to beat a dead horse for those of you that didn't watch the symposium a little bit. Clay Perique at the 2140 mark. Um, other businesses would be failing with these standards. How long would it take, Clay, to hack into the system? Mr. Producer, that's A5. And I'm sorry, I'm going to call you Mr. Producer just because it's ingrained in my head. Otherwise, I'm going to run back and forth from Apollo to Mr. Producer. You're a good brother. While you're in that seat, you're Mr. Producer. <laughs> um, he's. A, by the way, he is the director of uh, of uh, Conservative Daily. All right, let's go ahead and play it.
2: Right? Oh, he said right There's again. I'm going to drink every time he says right. There are state of Alabama <laughs> that are still using version 1.0. Why? That violates everything in software development and the standards and requirement and testing procedure. Those are things that any other business would be failing on. Any other entity in the United States government would not allow that. You always test to the current standards and requirements all right and so on that what I wanted to do is is because vulnerability scans saw SFTP server oh well it's secure same little tool there are over a dozen password cracking tools within the Cali Linux image right my favorite was Hydra that's what I used at the labs a lot they had their strong password stuff of eight characters. It took just a couple of minutes for me to crack the password, right, and gain control to the server. I told the lab, hey, let's make this a little bit harder. Let's put it to 12 character passwords, which is what Microsoft recommended at the time. I said, let's go to 12 characters. Okay, it took an an extra 20 minutes to crack it, get the password, and allow me access to get into the server, right? And while we're on the times, I will just tell you, and I've already testified to this under threat of perjury in federal court, my average to get into the systems was usually five to 10 minutes, right? My best time, uh, two and a half minutes, right? And that was, that was done a couple times One of them was actually on a tablet used for St. Louis, Missouri's polling stuff. Right. (laughs) So if I was drinking, by the way, every
1: time uh, Clay Perique said right, I would literally not be able to stand right now, right?
0: I think you'd be half a bottle (laughs) in just so far.
1: So the person that broke me of saying right all the time, I just want to thank you. I'm going to thank you from the bottom of my heart, right? Because if you wouldn't have done that, right, I would be still saying right all the time. Right. <laughs> so thank you. Right. Um, and that's that, by the way, it's just a, a, a funny jab at, at uh, Clay. Uh, what a great man. What a great man that's standing up. He is testifying. He did not feel comfortable getting on that stage at all. And he's not looking for recognition. His recognition came when he stirred, when he served our nation in the U S Marines, that was his previous career. That's what he did previously and the things that are important to him are making sure as they are important to anyone in our nation that understands where we are his his only concern is do does my voice count does does what i say matter and it doesn't seem that it does these people are 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 dictating from the top everything and now they're they're passing things down to us that are going to make it harder in a recession for us to actually feed our families and they don't care and they want to hire 87 87,000 new IRS agents. What do you think they're going to do with 87,000 IRS agents? (laughs) We're going to turn into a country that basically is pressed down on by these elites and their little drones. Well, as we go further down and we start looking at other stuff, Sean Smith, Colonel Sean Smith, again... I mean, I'm just going to point out, Captain Obvious, that Sean Smith served in the military. He was a full bird colonel. He is not getting paid to do any of the work that he's doing. No one has given him a dollar at all. He is standing up talking about the systems, and he says some things at the 630 mark. That says, SISA doesn't even know their own systems were compromised for 10 months. Voting system configuration control is a lie. EAC change orders by vendors literally changing out the central process unit and the motherboard said it was de minimis, such a small change that didn't need a retesting. This is a this is a three minute clip. You've got to hear this. Let's go ahead and play it. A6.
3: So we're told voting systems are critical infrastructure. Well, the people who protect critical infrastructure are CISA, the same people who didn't know their own networks were compromised for 10 months. I'm done. I'm done with them. They can't protect our systems. We're told the systems get certification testing. I'll let Clay talk about that because he knows it intimately, but I'm a testing professional. I've looked at the test standards. I've looked at their test reports. They're grossly inadequate. There's no way a competent tester would ever do what they have done and sign off on it, never. I have a hard time believing it was just incompetence. Voting system configuration control, this is a lie. So the EAC approves hundreds of of engineering change orders that are asserted by the vendors to be de minimis. I've seen, and you can see for yourself, engineering change orders where they literally changed out the central processing unit for the computing device and the motherboard which are the two most essential, critical pieces of hardware, and then called it de minimis, meaning it's such a small change, it doesn't need retesting. It's ludicrous. Then there's acceptance testing. You know who conducts this. We probably have a lot of good election officials in the country, but we also have a lot that aren't good. Either way, they're not cyber professionals. Their acceptance testing doesn't mean anything. If you can have that, uh, that um, power coupler disguised on a motherboard that gets past the cyber folks that are earning big bucks at Apple and Amazon and Google, it's not going to be caught by our election officials, most of whom don't even ever open up the computer cases themselves. Then logic and accuracy testing, which is an artifact of the old days when the systems were mechanical or electromechanical, You cannot do logic and accuracy testing on a computer-based voting system and find out whether or not it's secure. It's just not possible. Never mind that they're not capable, the people doing it or or expert enough, it can't be done with that kind of testing. To test one of these systems that we have fielded in all our counties, to see whether or not it had a compromise or vulnerability, it would take me with the people I used to work with, it would take them two months maybe three months with you know, nation state level resources to even hope to find the kind of compromises that can be embedded in a, in a complex computer system. And then, you know, God help us, the election experts. How many times have we been told now, you don't really understand what's happening because you're not an election expert. The cyber professionals with credentials and forensic examination, they didn't really know what was happening down in Maricopa or Mesa or Antrim because they're not election experts, right? Over and over again, we get told this. Well, I've talked to election experts, and the election experts, so-called election experts, they don't know a damn thing about cyber. I have yet to find a single one that knows anything about cyber.
1: And, so Sean talks about cyber and election experts, and I want to I I ask you all a simple question when we talk about election experts and cyber. And this is a simple question that I just want to pose to you. And again, I want to pose this because I think you're very smart. I don't, I don't think that they think you're smart. They think you're stupid. Matter of fact, Hillary Clinton said it, that people are just dumb. They just let us do whatever we want. And then all we have to do is bark that, oh, you're an insurrectionist, or, or you're, you're a bad person, or you're a radical leftist, or you this, or you that, or make up salacious lies and stories about you like they did about me, or what they did about Steve Bannon, or what they did about President Trump. Um, and and that's, they'll just wipe it away. But I, I want to I bring this to you. What is the job of an election? Mr. Producer, what is the job of an election? What, what do you do? Count votes. Okay. Your only job in an election is to count votes. Now, you have some races that are like 20 races, right? Is that right? You'll have 20 races on a ticket. Sure. Okay. So you have to count 20 races with, let's say, 75 or 80 different candidates, right? Sure. Okay. So my job is to say this person they voted for this person they voted for this person they voted for this person simple right very simple is that true
0: yeah arguably the only function you need mathematically in an election to mm-hmm. just fulfill the basic function of the election is yeah. a simple addition Hmm.
1: now i'm going to take some of you back a little bit we used to do standardized testing in school and you'd have an a through f <laughs> Number 2 pencil, is this right? Number 2 pencil. Oh yeah. Oh, I remember. You put that. it through a machine and or you'd lay a thing over it and it would it would tell you what answers were correct. It was that simple. It was really easy. SATs were done this way for for decades. ACTs were done this way. Testing, like massive testing was done this way. Now you're telling me that I need a machine to tell me what is filled in, not filled in, send it to adjudication. I need to have that system then send it on to another system that, that basically puts the numbers in the right categories, and then that system sends it on to Edison, and Edison then sends it on to, by API, to things like the New York Times and the Washington Post and Channel 9 News and Fox News. So I need three systems and tens of billions of dollars every year. I need that in order to count votes. No, that's not all I need. I need a system that goes through and combines all the different elections and all the people that vote and voter rolls into every state to a centralized system. I need that too. That, that by the way, was that was funded by Soros. I need that and I need these three systems, and I need to make sure that I have an adjudication process owned by Eric Coomer, and I need to have all these other elections systems, and I need to have third parties which have their coders in Serbia. Do you see how absurd this is? Can, can you see how absurd this is? Can you see how the average person can look at this and be obvious that the system is designed with flaws that literally take away your voice completely? And then, by the way, when you question it, you could become an election conspiracy theorist and you become a right-wing uh, you know, election denier. That's what they, they turn you into. And then they, we want to have a conversation about it and let's negotiate and, oh, we'll fix the system next time. While people and communities are burning to the ground and the poorest among us are becoming poorer. And minorities right now Their job opportunities are falling off, and our children—they're graduating with the twenty-seven percent. Twenty-seven percent of inner cities can read, write, or are proficient in anything. What does that tell you? No, no, no. We we have to. The reason why they are like that is because of Christian conservatives. We need to stop these Christian conservatives that it we need to get rid of christian conservatives they're the reason why this is happening are you following me is that the reason why it's happening man go to the, go go to the, go to the middle of that, that will come out and talk about it go to the middle of some of these cities go to the middle of chicago and yell i need a conservative hello hello can you find me a conservative hello Hello. Anyone, Hello. anyone. Hello. <laughs> you will scream from the top of the building. You'll pass out cards and say, if you're conservative, use this QR code. And people will look at it like, Ugh. no, no, no. We're, we're busy shooting people in the street and killing indiscriminately young babies and mothers. No, we can't. We can't. These conservatives are killing us. We need more gun laws. This episode of Conservative Daily is brought to you by DCF Guns. They're not just a supporter and a partner of the show. They're an organization that is on the front line of promoting safe and responsible gun ownership. Along with being a staunch defender of the Second Amendment, they have a lot of different things inside of their three ranges and stores. So they have a gunsmith at every location. They have the ability to do massive amounts of training, uh, anything from beginners all the way up to uh, competitive shooting. Um, As always, we'll keep the range hot and the deals hotter only at DCF Guns in Castle Rock and Colorado Springs and now online available to everyone across the entire country. (laughs) This is how absurd our society has gotten. I need candy canes and rainbows in every classroom, and we're not going to talk about math or science. And by the way, we need to build a new building. I'm going to tell you what happened in Denver. The the, the Mayor Wellington Webb building was built. It was was a $700 million build. It was over a billion dollars by the time it was done. Courthouses, beautiful executive suites for government employees, great cubicles, the best equipment, security cameras everywhere, hard to get in. Right? Oh, I said right. And let me tell you what else happened. The high schools in Denver, yeah, most of them don't have air conditioning. They don't have basic amenities. We spent a billion dollars on a building, a Taj Mahal, so that the people that actually barked the things down at the at the, at the parents, at the parents, at the people in the community that funded these radical idiots, they barked down, bark, 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 bark. And they can't even supply the basic comfort in a school. And by the way, in Colorado, it gets hot, 100 degrees. And these are buildings that are old buildings. Now they're pushing people out at 27% proficient, 26%, 22%, I think one of them's down to the teens. Proficient in being able to read and write. The smallest percentage out there. And they're more concerned with building a Taj Mahal to themselves. Tell me that our election systems are working. Tell me they're not stealing it. I don't even need to look inside the system anymore. We have all the evidence. I don't need to look at the source code. You don't need to look at the source code. The source code is total bunk. It's trash. And I was hoping that I would get an opportunity to look in the source code. And through all this, I may. They may be one of the things that we subpoena through these lawsuits. But why would you need a system like that? Why do you need a Taj Mahal with a billion dollars while kids are basically sweating their you-know-what's off while they're not even being taught anything? And you want to know why the, 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 our kids are walking away from schools from, by the tens of thousands, by the millions? It's, it's sad. It's sad that we actually can recognize what the problem is, but we're not willing to do anything about it. We just sit around like talking heads. And anytime you stand up and say, let's do something about it, they say, oh my gosh, the parents in this country are the greatest threat. They are our, our domestic terrorists. That should tell you everything you need to know about a government that is off the rails. When the FBI doesn't just just raid mar largo that's not what happened. It wasn't just a raid of it was a raid of the It was a raid of the consciousness of our nation. It was raid of the most evil people out there, the most evil people that exist ar- around the globe, are now pressing down on our community and saying, you will not speak truth. I have more to tell you. I have more to show you. I want to put this out there. So we have uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene, takeaways from the su- summit. Um, if we could put up B1. This was from the Springfield uh, News Leader. Let me read some of this for you. Mike Lindell, the the CEO of MyPill and Leading Election Conspiracy Theorist. Leading Election Conspiracy Theorist. Brought out a surprising guest on Sunday morning due this weekend long summit in Springfield, U.S. Rep Marjorie Taylor Greene. The Georgia Republican took the stand on the second day of the event, which brought attendees from across the U.S., most of which from outside Missouri, to the Springfield Expo Center. She lambasted both Democrats, saying their policies are ruining our country and fellow Republicans, because it's a uniparty. The reason why I came here is I've recently gotten really tired of being told, Marjorie, don't talk about the elections. I want you to know something. They're doing this to everyone. They did this to, to uh, uh, Bobert as well. Don't talk about the elections. You're not allowed to talk about the elections. You have poured money and time you didn't have. Of course, money you didn't have, she told the crowd. You've probably lost friends, maybe lost a job. Maybe you've lost faith at times, but you found it again and you kept fighting. This is talking to the people that showed up for this. When Lindell was on stage, he spent most of his time criticizing media coverage about him, and blasting national newspapers like the New York Times, as well as local outlets and TV stations, ranging right from CNN to Fox News to Newma- Newsmax. He ticked my pillow. He ticked through a series of articles written about him. The Associated Press reported that my pill has been removed from stores due to his conspiracies, and a Washington Post photographer snapped a photo of him holding notes on martial law after visiting the White House. On Sunday, he trained his sights on reporters who were present on publishing stories about the first day of the event, including News Leader, the Springfield Daily Citizen, and the Daily Beast. He displayed photos of a reporter and stories on the screen and said the News Leader reporter should come up on the stage and we can pray for him. Sounds like something fun. He also repeated urgent urged attendees to share the event, which was being live-streamed on the app, Frank Speech, with family and friends. The only way this weekend fails is nobody watches. And unclear, it's unclear exactly how many people tuned in. Frank Speech does not display viewer counts. A stream on YouTube, Alternative Rumble, peaked around 1,500 viewers Sunday morning. What a lie. What a lie. It peaked at 1,500 viewers on Sunday morning. Guys, listen to me. I
0: think they might have been talking about us, but didn't want to name us. They didn't want to name us? And, uh, I mean...
1: We didn't send anybody to them. We just did it so the people that actually watch the show can come in and out and comment yeah. and talk to each other. That's actually why we, 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 we did that. But can you grab a snapshot of uh, uh, right-side broadcasting? I think it's important for you guys to know what truth is. They're not going to tell you the truth. They're a bunch of liars. These people are liars. And we have to learn to call them what they are. Lindell's own company also made a prominent presence throughout. At one point, he gave attendees a promo code to order my pillows online, as well as my coffee and his new coffee brand. Samples of my coffee were available alongside breakfast. Repeated attempts to reach organizers of the event for information about how many people were invited or why Springfield was chosen to host the conference were unsuccessful. The, the, the one staffer said about a thousand attendees per day on Saturday. A reporter: Rough count of attendance came to about four hundred people. Okay, that's a lie. That's an absolute lie. We just did a snapshot and counted people that were sitting in there on Saturday by itself and not counting the people that wander out everywhere else and we were a little what was a little over eight hundred that were inside the the room well they can't they can't tell the truth and by the way, I don't care how many people actually showed up. I cared how many people
0: watch it. There's four thousand people right now watching the replay of day two, yeah. This says 132,000
1: views, but at one, th- this this stays way behind because of of it. But if you go to day one, I think you get it. It was just over a million on the the viewer count. Look, it's not a popularity contest. Is can we get the information out? That really is what it comes down to. Sorry, I got some comments that I want to be able to read here or answer here. No, no one still reads Yahoo. Now, it says Liz Cheney is going to make her mission to prevent uh, any Republican from getting into office if there are 2020 election deniers. When I talk about what this, this weekend is about, and we're running out of time, but when I talk about what this weekend, weekend was about, I want you guys to, to know something. It was not about the fraud. It was not. It was not about the fraud. We already know the fraud. It's about what we need to do with it, with the information that's given. Now, with that said, we we have some interesting things that were built. Um, Mr. Producer, if we can go to Cause of America, if you go to um, causeofamerica.org, there is a platform that was built inside of this, and this platform allows for all organizations around the country to get involved and get together. It's creating a library, and that library allows for all of us to upload information so that you can see what's going on. You can also check out lawsuits, any articles, any news that's out there. It includes RSS feeds to get information from real news sources. It allows for you to share things that are going on. Um, we have, uh, you know, the, there's a story about the, the lawsuit that's happening in Douglas County. Um, As well as at the bottom, you'll go to the USPS Institutionalizing Election Rigging with Mail-In Ballot Division. Um, It'll walk through Tina Peters not being able to come to the event. It will walk through um, a congressman that was indicted. If you guys don't know this, there was a congressman that was indicted, a Democrat congressman that was indicted. And... um, And so perse- and this article, this particular article goes through how perseverance is paying off. But guys, as you get involved and you become a part of of everything that's happening, you grab other people and bring them in, that the the thing that will stop this from being successful collectively is if we do not stand together. If we do not stand up together, if we do not make... So, so part of this is getting the plan. The plan was to launch this particular um, back end product that allows you to get involved. And when you get involved, they'll give you access to, when you put your information in, they will give you access to a place where different organizations can on the back end, communicate with each other. It's fully secure. You, You can even enter it using a VPN. You can make sure that it's secure, but the cause of America, FEC United is going to become a part of what they do. We're going to share information in there as well, but there's a lot of partner networks. That are, that are going to come together to say, okay, now it's time. I actually think that the time is now. We already have all the information. Now we have to do the things, the hard things, like walking door to door, putting flyers on people's cars that tell them to go here to look for information. We have to then start talking to those people that don't get any of that evidence, They can't get access to it because they're honed in on CNN or MSNBC or even Fox News. They, they get tidbits of information because there's so many, much information out there, they can't see it. So our job is now to take this information that we got from all 50 states and start using that information to disseminate across the country. And I think if we do that, we get more people involved, the next step is, is we, shut our, we shut it down. I mean, we, we have roughly eight weeks until the election, and they're going to steal the election. They're telling us it. Mitch McConnell came out and said, oh, the quality of the candidate matters. And here's why Here's why. what they say is really important. Because when they say that the quality of the candidate is what matters, what they're actually saying is that you're not smart enough to elect people to represent them in Congress. I want you to think about that. That's actually what he's saying. He's not saying that the quality of the candidate, we have quality candidates, but because it does not parrot, this uniparty's message, and it doesn't allow them to stay in power, those people are then kicked to the curb and said, you're not a high-quality candidate. Because the people speaking and saying, look, I want this person to represent us, isn't enough for the, the GOP to get behind those candidates. It's not enough. Because they're complicit in the stealing of elections. Dick Cheney, George Bush, you go all the way back, decades they just pass out power. Here, power for you, power for you. They use the FBI indiscriminately. And if that's not true, when President Trump was elected and he walked in and he said, this isn't fair, NAFTA is not fair, this isn't fair, they're not paying their fair share, why are we being the piggy bank for everyone across the world? Why is money just flowing out? And he cut those things off. We had control of the House, the Senate, and and the presidency in 2016. And do you know what the GOP did? Mr. Producer, what did the GOP do? They stopped everything. They wouldn't support him. They stood in the in, in the way of him getting his stuff passed. He had to basically badger and beat the GOP to do things that were good for our community. They spent all those four years going after Steve Bannon, saying terrible things about him, calling him a racist, calling him a homophobe, calling him all these things. They went after President Trump, called him all these things. They did that. And they did all of that. They they, they they did all those things for what reason? because they didn't want president trump to do what he said he was going to do when he took office in january of 2017 and that is hand back power to the people and that scared both parties to death because they get to eat when you don't and when the stock prices went up and and people started actually flourishing in those 4 years they were like this is too much and then we had covid which was a blessing not a curse it was a it was a blessing and, and in that blessing, it was really simple what we discovered. We discovered something, which I thought was interesting. We discovered that they'd been indoctrinating our kids. And we thought that our kids were just growing up and, and being influenced by, you know, pressure or... No, they were literally teaching our kids in school to be a left-wing nut. They were teaching them. They were, they were, they were literally indoctrinating and grooming our children. And if that's not true, then why do we not have the same problem in Oklahoma that we have in California or Washington or Oregon? Where they say that nearly 20% of the population, the kids coming out, are now coming out as as LGMPQMLP. But you go to places like Oklahoma and it's like a half a percent. Oh, it must be in the water. It's in the water, right? So we uncovered it. And now everyone says we have to replace the school boards. I'm going to tell you guys something. The election machines have to go. The mail-in ballots have to go. This is not a discussion of let's wait and figure it out if we can vote the machines out. The machines have to go. The, the mail-in ballots have to go. Sending a system. You can have a simple website that everyone can go to in those precincts. Decentralize it down to the precincts. Make sure that they have a code on, the, on every ballot. Make election day a federal holiday. We vote for one day, not for one month. And by the way, if it's a month, how do you secure a month with mail-in ballots coming and going? And how do you do it? How do you stop us from actually counting ballots that aren't real? Or dead voters voting? Or entire old folks' homes voting one way when half the people in there are drooling on themselves and can't actually understand anything. They're catatonic. These are the things that we have to do in order to get back to sensibility. And we're the people it was famously done in the 1960s by the Polish people. They stood up and said, "We're not working anymore. We're not paying you taxes." They stood up and said, "We've had enough." And yet we won't do we don't we haven't done that. It's going to take force, ladies and gentlemen. It's going to take force force our force in order to drive evil back into its hole now they're out there calling and saying that we're in a civil war and they're creating all of this rhetoric. We're not in a civil war. And if you don't want to get to a civil war, if you don't want to get to a place where they push us there, then we have to stand up as one by the tens of millions of people. And by the way, I stand by my comment that there's not 330 million people in this country. There is not. There is not 330 million people in this country. That is not true. Absolutely not true. And I wrote a white paper on it, sent it to someone who's a professor, and he's like, Joe, everyone knows there's not 330 million people in the country. We we all have a consensus on that. We just don't talk about it. Why? (laughs) Why? What happened to the 70 million people or so that they just make up? And all you have to do is look at the Social Security data and all the data you have in different states, and you will start seeing very quickly that we are in a different place right now than we were before. And by the way, Steve Bannon talks about this all the time. I got to meet Joe Allen this weekend. By the way, he sits with Steve Bannon, and what an amazing guy, wasn't he? What he what a great guy. Joe's phenomenal. This guy's so smart. Talks about transhumanism. And we sat at a table because the flight was delayed. And what an amazing man! What an amazing man. He he literally, this guy's wicked smart. And we sat with with Dr. Weber. We sat with him, um, and uh, you know, we we just talked about what's happening in the country. And so often people are going to people like Marjorie Taylor Greene and telling her, you can't talk. And we keep saying we have to win elections, we have to file lawsuits. Guys, listen, when the judiciary and everything is so compromised at every place, we have to use force in order to stop this from happening. And I don't mean violence. I mean force. That means show that we all care. And that is going to take, unfortunately, um, that's going to take people like President Trump. It's going to take people like Marjorie Taylor Greene. It's going to take people that say that they stand up for American values, that are standing in the gap to say, "Listen, we have to get to, we have to get into a place where we actually are represented." They need, we need to do what they did in France. We need to do what they did in Italy. We need to do, we need to basically have a nationwide walk where we take over streets, highways. We literally stop them. We stop them, and when we do that. We also have cars that, by the way, are blocking it because the radical leftists are gonna to try to run through traffic, run through the crowd. And we have to, we have to come with, uh, up with an ethos. And this is what we're gonna be doing, by the way. We, we finally solidified a couple of housekeeping things that I don't want to tell you about. We, we, we finally solidified our Doctrine and Lesser Magistrate group that we want to walk from coast to coast. And we're basically going to take all the major highways across the entire United States. We're going to start either East Coast or West Coast. We haven't figured out who's winning that battle yet. And we are going to, as 10 groups up and down, we are going to go to an event. In every state, and we're just going to move across the nation, dropping flyers, telling people what to do, telling people that they are the lesser magistrates, having them get involved, having them go have an event, having them connect with other groups, setting aside petty differences, and getting rid of the voting machines and getting rid of the mail-in ballots, and saying, we've had enough. We've had enough of your fraud. We've had enough of your tyranny. We're taking back our communities. And Mitch McConnell, you don't speak for us when you say that those candidates aren't quality. When we, as people in our state, we are the ones that elected them to go represent us in the primaries. That's reality. And to say that they don't have a voice and that you don't matter. And that's what they're saying. They're saying that 70 million people that voted for President Trump, those are probably real ballots, real people except for the ones that they had to do the 50-50 and blow them on both sides in order to finally say, oh, Biden won that one. They're saying that those 70 million people don't matter, that you don't matter, that your voice doesn't matter, and no matter what you say, you don't have the ability to speak. You need to sit down, shut up, and let us take your money, and then we're going to give it to foreign interests. So we've got that group set aside now. We're going to start it here in the next couple weeks. If you want us to have an event in your town, Mr. Producer, where do they actually go to do that?
0: They can send me an email. Uh, You can go ahead and send an email to Apollo at FEC United. Okay. So
1: Jen... uh, So Tony said, hey, Tony, thanks for the
0: donation. I really appreciate you, by the way. I
1: appreciate all the support we get from the members that become members uh, to those that basically reach out to me. I got to talk to a bunch of people that showed up for the symposium who have been, uh, that have been listening to us, uh, Cynthia and Mark Mark Burgess. uh, They're from the Dallas area. Uh, Shout out to you. uh, Wonderful people. Um, They they connected us to and asked if we could get Peter McCullough on, Dr. Peter McCullough, he'll be on uh, in a couple weeks as well. But uh, Tony says, Jen Orton, and Sophie Anderson, day one, hour uh, 7.36 of your broadcast, Utah reps, I was impressed, can you interview sometimes? Yeah, we've had them on before, those are the red pill uh, from Utah, and we'll have them on again. Uh, you can reach out to Apollo, by the way, at fecunited.com, Apollo at fecunited.com, if you want us to have an event in your town. I'm gonna be reaching out to some controversial people, um, on that, you know, that kind of run the spectrum and we're literally going to go city by city and we're going to talk to you about the machines. We're going to talk to you about the fraud. I'm going to give up my time. I'm going to, and and by the way, it'll, it'll be a, you know, if, if in your town you can cover the airfare and the hotel and just make sure the basic expenses of all these people are covered when you bring them in. Great. That's, that's really what, 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 we're asking to have happen. But if you can't, if the people can't afford it, guess what? We'll do it anyway. And, and just to, to show the commitment, you know, I, I, I spent a bunch of money making sure that people were listening and watching the, the symposium, because I don't think Mike should do it himself. So I do want to tell you to support Mike Lindell and support the work that he's doing. The Legal Defense Fund, is, it, it, it has to fill up so that he can start doing the things that are necessary. Go to Mike Lindell's uh, store, excuse me, to My uh, MyPillow. Uh, use the code if you want, CD21. Uh, save up to 70%. You can also go to my store and use that as well to buy my coffee. I use code CD21 to save there as well. Two red pills. Yes, they do deserve a lot of support. We've got a lot of stuff that are, that, that I want you to know that we're doing, but we're going to start doing. We're going to start talking about the things that are happening in our country. We've got a lot of stuff to go over tonight. We have some, some county clerks and recorders around the country that are basically documenting all of the fraud now for us. They're documenting it. And they're, it's super, super secret. I don't even know how they're gonna, with with was it 30, 3400 counties across the country, 3600 counties. Um, they're, they're they're documenting all the stuff that is happening uh, inside the elections that happened in the primaries. Uh, this is information we're going to use. Clay Periques information. Sean Smith's information. The stuff that David Clements, give him a shout out as well. David Clements is doing in Otero County. Uh, some of the good work that TAP, the America Project has been doing in certain areas. You don't have to like everything that's happening. Uh, I'm going to give a shout out to, to uh, uh, Scott McKay, uh, the uh, Patriot Street Fighter. You don't have to like some of the people, but you have to listen to the message. It's important that we set aside um, that he did this or he did that. Um, we have got to stand in the gap together. People like, I'm not standing with someone who who did this or did this? And I'm going to tell you, if you want to lose, if you want to lose, if we have a if we have a mission that we're going towards, you have to learn to stand up together. It's, it's like the color of somebody's skin. It's the same thing. There's no difference. If you have a, a bend of an ideology that's two degrees off or five degrees off, you have to learn to set aside those two degrees or five degrees. And as long as they keep their muskets facing forward, and I don't mean the literal muskets, but their attention face forward, then you need to. Make sure that you follow them shoulder to shoulder. And you need to attach the ethos that what they do to one of us, they do to all of us. And we need to start having events across the country. And we need to intensify. We need to take the stamina that we had two years ago when a million-plus people showed up at, at the Capitol and said, we want to redress our grievances. When that happened, that's what we have to do in every state in this country. And we have to start becoming the ambassadors of truth. And we have to start standing up together. That's what we have to do. And we have to hold events. And those events are, what do we do now, coach? Put me in, coach. Let me go grab my friends, coach. Let me go grab these people over here. And we set up in silos and we go to Home Depots and we go to Lowe's and we go to different parking lots and we drop information in those parking lots and we collectively go to one place and that place is where all the information is collected. And we start supporting people like Sidney Powell. We start sub- sub- submit supporting people that are doing the hard work, right? 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 I had to say right three times just because somebody asked me to say right. I'll say right. And you have you have uh, Dr. Frank. Yeah, Dr. Frank is, he's a good dude. He's a really good dude. You did say something about uh, uh, Jovan. Cut the crap. Jovan is awesome. Who said that? Okay. I, I'm not going to fight with, with Jovan. I'm not going to fight with anyone, right? And if they, and if I said right again. See, it's starting to become a habit again. <laughs> All right. We're out of time. What do you got for me? Well, I thought we were going to go through that in the, in the uh, uh, extra. You have an outro that does that.
0: No, the fax blast. Oh, the fax blast.
1: Yeah, so the fax blast, by the way, is to Congress, is talking about um, getting rid of the machines. So if you're on the mailing list or if you're on the text list, you'll get something on that. This fax blast, and if we have it, by the way, uh, Mr. Producer, can you put it up so I can read the letter So, uh, uh, stolen elections have catastrophic consequences. That was what Steve Bannon said. This past weekend, Mike Lindell hosted his Moment of Truth Summit in Springfield, Missouri. You can watch the replay on Frank's Speech and Conservative Daily. You should. It should be a part of your required duties during the two days. Even And by the way, speed it up to 1.5 if you want to get through the 12 hours and 6 hours. Just speed it up to 1.5 and then go back and watch it. Or 1.8. It should be a part of your required duties. During the two-hour event, sufficient evidence was presented to support the conclusion that elections are not free and fair. Elections are stolen and we suffered the consequences. Demand the remedy. We demand a manipulation-free election in November, we demand you and Congress as well as all state legislators can call special sessions to pass emergency legislation prior to the midterm elections. This legislation must prohibit the use of electronic voting equipment, prohibit the use of online internet e-voting, declare election day national state holiday, require in-person voting with ID, limited exceptions permissible via via absentee, require hand count at the precinct level, level, this is your community, require serialized paper ballots, require results reporting to the precinct first. The media learns the results when the people do. Full transparency for the people. The preservation of the sacred fire of liberty and the destiny of the republic. Republican model of government are justly considered, perhaps as deeply as finally staked on the experiment entrusted to the hands of the American people. That was George Washington's first inaugural address on April 30th, 1789. More than half of the country will tell pollsters that they don't trust our elections. That means the number actual number is much higher. This is a crisis of public trust. Do your job and restore free and fair elections. Send it. This one should literally, every single one of you should send something to your congressman. We are working on a system to get your legislators at your state level so that we can actually do the same thing to them. We also have a letter with a a signature (laughs) where you can sign and we'll create a letter and we will mail that letter via the USPS to your congressman as well. We're going to go through all the steps that are possible in order to help you make sure that you can have your voice heard. And guys, for those of you who say that it's a waste of time, that it's hopeless, nothing is hopeless if you're doing. If you're doing, nothing is hopeless. If you're actually in the fight, nothing is hopeless. And I will say this, and I said it a hundred times this weekend, do you know the name? Do any of you know the name at all? Do you know the name Of the man who ran on the beaches of Normandy and caused them to raise the white flag. Anybody, Mr. Producer, you know his name? Nope. And I don't know that anyone does. No one knows their name. You don't know. Somebody walked up to me and said, I'm nobody, Joe. And I was like, that's wrong. You're somebody. And I'm shoulder to shoulder with you, just I'm shoulder to shoulder with everyone else. Because you could be the final straw. You could be the final person that pushes them to raise the white flag. You could be the final piece of force. You could be the one in your state that causes people to stand up. You could be the catalyst that literally changes the course of history. You could. Not me. It won't be me. It won't be Clements. It won't be, it won't be Mike Lindell. It will be one of you. It wasn't the general that ran on to the beaches of Normandy. It was young men between the ages of 18 and 25 who ran on there, who would never be married, never have kids, that fell and died so that you can have the rights that you have today. So nobody is nobody. And everybody is somebody. And if you stand up and we stand up and we do all this together, guess what? They can't win. But stop thinking that your voice doesn't have an effect. It wears them down. And if your voice didn't have an effect, and sending faxes and sending letters and sending your things to Congress did not work, then why is it that the media is using words as a weapon against us in the media? It works, and it wears them down. While we do the hard work, faith without works is dead. So I want to pray for you, and I want to pray for the country, and I want to pray for Mike Lindell, if we can. Father God, thank you for the opportunity we had have to have the summit. Thank you for the the commitment that Michael and has put into this this summit and to this fight for free and fair elections. Thank you, Father, for the people that showed up at this at the summit. I want to call it a symposium. It's not. as a summit. And, and thank you for their voice. Thank you for the hard work that was done by all 50 states and the people in those states in order to bring the voice of truth to the, to the American people. Father, thank you for their hearts. Thank you for their minds. Thank you for their commitment. Thank you for their courage. And thank you for the, the things that you put on their heart to stay in the fight and keep walking forward towards truth, Father. Father, I would ask you a special blessing on those people that are in the fight. I would ask a special blessing on those that are getting in the fight, that they may be protected, that their hearts, their minds, their health, that they may be completely shielded from all the evil that exists that are trying to destroy our nation, Father. I would ask you to silence those people in the media. I would ask you to to make them the, the court jester so that people recognize what they are, liars. Father, I, I'm going to... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask for a prayer of, of those, the people that we would call our enemies. Those people that, that have done harm to us, Father. I would just ask you to, to give them light, to remove all the evil in them. You know, you say that, we, that you love everyone. Someone came up to me and talked to me about this on Saturday or Sunday and said, you know, God loves even those people that are doing bad things. And it's hard for us to talk about that because we want to choke them out, Father. I mean, I'm just being honest. We, we are we are frustrated with what they have done to our nation and the real harm that they've done to our community. Father, but I would ask you to turn their hearts to you. I would ask you to show them, to give them the burning bush moment. We don't need the burning bush. We see it. But I would ask you to show them. I would ask you to bring them into the light and pull their head out of the sand and to actually get to a place where they care, where they're not so selfish that they actually care about the harm that they've done. Father, I would ask you to put a special blessing upon Mike Lindell to guard his heart, his mind, his business, put a shield of protection around him that he may be financially protected so that he can stay in this fight and do the hard work. I would ask that this lead to other things, that we are allowed to push out into the communities, and that the tools that we have built, that those tools can be used in order to free us as a nation and as a people. Uh, Father, I pray for unity. I, f- I pray for that we can unite as one, that we can set aside petty differences, that we can allow those people that don't to, to have a seat on the sideline. We'll protect them, but just to, to, to set a standard that what they do to one, they do to all, and that we must stand together, Father, please bless the people that are listening to, this, to this, this broadcast. Please bless them with peace, joy, commitment to each other, a softening of the heart so that they can not stay frustrated or angry, that they can, they can recognize that there's a time and place to fight, but also there's a time for them to spend time with their family and their friends and their kids and their spouses, to love on them and to worship, Father. So I would ask you to put it on their heart to... get on their knees, and to talk to you, Father. I ask for all these things, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Well, we didn't lose our country yet. Quits. I mourn the loss of my beautiful country, as one does when losing a family member. God, please come back to America. God is here. He never left us. He's just waiting for us to invite him back back to the table. And too often we let leaders that that uh, that are in our country invite us to a table that Jesus would have flipped over if it was in the temple. It's not wrong to flip the tables over. It's not wrong to show force. It's wrong to be violent. But force is what it takes when you want things done right. There's times that I had to show force with my children in order to get them to do the right thing. And I would just, I would I would ask you to do that same thing as well. Show force in your community to stand together, to show the conviction that you have, because we're countries worth it. God bless you all, see you tonight tonight at four o'clock. We have a really special guest. I'll see you then, take care, God bless you.
0: If you wanna watch conservative daily podcast, we go live Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Mountain Time and 4 p.m. Mountain Time. You can find us live at conservative-daily.com, on Rumble, on Frank's Beach, where we go live on Lindell TV 2 at those same times, on DLive, and now on Odyssey.